This is a lesson from our iPad animation course. To get the full course, go to bloopanimation.com slash iPad animation. In this video, we're going to look at how we can use ToonSquid to do frame-by-frame hand-drawn animation like we've been doing in our other shots. The feature set in ToonSquid is a little more complex, but in a way that ultimately makes hand-drawn animation more flexible and easy to do. As an example, I'm going to quickly set up a background on this first layer on our timeline. I'm going to use the Path tool and I'm going to make a rectangle. Then in the color settings for the fill on this layer, I'm going to set it to gradient mode and make a nice vertical sky blue to white gradient. Then I'm going to draw another rectangle and use a gray gradient to establish a, a cement ground plane. Of course, it doesn't do us any good if it's only on the first frame. To extend this layer further down the timeline, you can hit the Extend button, and it will expand one frame at a time. Or if you have empty room, you can extend by dragging these retiming handles at the edge of the drawings. Or if you know where you want it to end, you can just come out to that frame and then hit Extend. By the way, you can pinch and zoom to scale the timeline to whatever level of detail you need. It's important to keep your layers labeled. Now I'm going to add a new layer that we'll actually animate on. And then with a regular pencil, I'll just start roughing something in. To do that, we need an actual drawing on this layer. I can add one with the Add Drawing button. Or if you go past that and are in empty space, when you draw, it will automatically make a drawing. So right now, these drawings are on ones. If we want to put them on twos or threes, we need to retime them. First, I'll make sure magnetic mode is on down at the bottom. This way, when I grab the retiming handles and extend or contract a drawing, the others will move with it. Now, there is a way to extend multiple drawings at once, but it is a little tricky. There's a gesture to select multiple frames. You have to double tap and then immediately drag. It's hard to master, but once you have it, you'll be able to drag out a selection box to select multiple frames. Then if you drag the retiming handles, they'll all extend and retract together. Now if that seems like a pain because you know you'll mostly be drawing on twos or threes, you can change the default drawing length in the settings. Go to Actions, then Settings, General, and then under Drawings, you can set that to 2. Then whenever we add a drawing, it defaults to being two frames long. If you ever want to split a drawing, you can tap it and pick Split Drawing, and it will split the current drawing into two at wherever you had the playhead. Next, before I start animating on these drawings, I'll use the Onion button to turn on onion skinning, so that I can see past and future drawings as a reference. I'm just going to clear what I've already drawn so that these drawings are empty. Before I start drawing, I'm going to select our background layer, and then I'm going to lower the opacity so I can see the actual edges of the stage. Then I'm also going to tap on that background layer and lock it, so I don't accidentally select it. Now I'm going to start roughing in our standard bouncing ball example.
If you want to change how the onion skinning looks, press and hold on the onion button, and you have a whole bunch of options here. Also, if you don't like flipping through your drawings by moving the playhead or using the back and forth arrows, you can drag with three fingers up and down anywhere on the screen to flip back and forth through the drawings. You can adjust the sensitivity of that under Actions, Settings, Gestures, and Page Flip. Lastly, to check how your animation plays in real time, press the play button. If the loop button is enabled, the animation will loop. If you press and hold on the loop button, you can change it from regular loop to boomerang. And if you only want to look at a specific part of the timeline, you can specify the frame numbers for the start and end of the loop. You can also set the loop range by tapping on a frame on the ruler above the timeline and choose either start loop or end loop. So that's good enough for the rough animation level, but what about when we need to do cleanup and color? Well, for frame by frame animation like this, it wouldn't make sense to put the cleanup and coloring on a new drawing layer, because remember, the layers we create here don't carry over to the next drawing. So you'd have to recreate them for every new drawing. What makes more sense is to add another timeline layer, and then just make sure when you add drawings, you're matching the timing of the drawings in the rough layer. I'm going to fill this with empty drawings. Then I'm going to give it a name. This is the clean layer. Then while I've got this layer of empty drawings, I'm going to duplicate it. And this will be our color layer. Then one more copy, and this will be our shading layer. Then let's put those in the right order. Then for the rough layer, I'm going to go to the properties and lower the opacity of that animation layer. And then one more important thing, on the rough layer, I'm going to select disable onion skin. That way, as I'm cleaning up on the clean layer, I'll only see the onion skin for that layer. With the layer ready, I'm going to switch to one of the inking brushes, then close all my menus and draw over top of the ball.
Then at the very end, I want to extend this last frame so that the ball can actually pause when it comes to a stop. I'm going to do the double tap drag gesture to select all of those final drawings. And I have to unlock the background layer. And then I can use the handles to extend that out. And I need to set that as the new end point of the loop settings. Once I have my cleanup lines done, I can tap that layer and set as fill reference. Then on the color layer, use the paint bucket tool to color all of the frames there. Now on the shading layer, I'm going to tap that and hit toggle mask and that will clip it to the layer below it. So when I paint in with a darker color, it stays within the color that we've already painted. Now you can end up with a lot of layers, especially if you have multiple separate elements that you're animating in the scene. So it's good to put each set of layers in a group so you can collapse them down to keep organized. So that's it for the frame-by-frame -frame animation process. 